around. Down, 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 down. Uh, who wants to do this shit every week? I guess me. Yeah. I guess. I enjoy I it. Yeah. Something to do. Yeah. You know what we didn't do? We didn't test the fucking sound. Nope. We'll do it right now on air. We'll do it live. Yeah. You could hear that, right? Uh-huh. Good. Everybody could hear it. All righty, Rue. Let's get started tonight. You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening, and welcome to the 14 Slip. This is episode 215. Secret doorway on Mars, everybody? Anyone? 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 Anybody seen it? Huh? Huh? Yeah, I saw it. Huh? Uh, it's been a week. Uh, I feel a little better. I will say that. Um, uh, went to Quick Care yesterday. Oh, for those of you who don't know, I guess I should say, um, I tested positive for COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you my COVID test. It is positive, or was positive. Uh, I tested positive on Thursday night. Two years I managed to make it without catching this fucking thing. Two fucking years. <laughs> and Thursday night, I around like 7 o'clock, uh, I was sitting here, and I'm like, I just don't feel right. Like, it just didn't feel right. It, I wouldn't say, like, I hurt or there was anything necessarily wrong. I just didn't feel right. I was like, this is, this is odd. This is weird. So I uh, dismissed it. And um, a little while later, I started getting really hot. And I'm like, that's odd. I wonder if I have a fever. So I went and checked my temperature, and sure as shit, I had a fever. And I said to my wife, I was like, I got a fever. And i not even thinking, like, that my next statement should be, you know, hey, I should take a COVID test. She was like, you want to take a COVID test? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I probably should, huh? So I did, and uh, within... Less than two minutes, that thing was positive. Um, and I, f and I will tell you this: um, people can say whatever they want about it. Uh, that it's you know it's the flu. It's it's different. And when I say it's different, I mean I have never felt anything quite like how my body felt. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, it, it hurt. Um, I felt like aloof, and I guess that's the, the quote-unquote brain fog. But I wouldn't say that I felt like I couldn't process or anything or that I was slow. It was more that I just couldn't get out of my own way. Yeah. Um, and I bounced around a lot, like doing things. Like I couldn't watch the same thing. Or, it, was, it was very odd. So, um, And the cough. 
Holy shit. Katie heard it before we started. Yeah. It didn't sound good. <laughs> sounded like a fucking foghorn. Sounded like a sick animal or something. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. So um but yeah, I, I uh and the and I had a sh- wicked runny nose at first too, but that passed. Um and then it was just all just the cough. So I wound up going into quick care yesterday because I was worried about um pneumonia. Because I guess that's one of the bigger concerns right now is pneumonia. Um, people developing. One of the people that I know that's in the medical field said that to me. So I, you know, expressed that concern when I went in and they put me on uh, the z pack. Anybody who knows uh, lung infections or anything like that knows is well aware of a z pack. z pack. I've been put on them quite a few times in the course of my life um, because of... Uh, lung infections so um yeah they threw me on that gave me an inhaler an albuterol inhaler which i've been on albuterol since i was a fucking young kid um and uh yeah um fucking start i took the first two doses because you take two and then today i took the second dose which is just one pill Uh, and then i got like three more i think to take but i felt better this morning um, than I did yesterday, obviously. Um, and I assume by tomorrow I'll feel much better. <laughs> so, uh, I just want the cough to go away. It hurts like a son of a bitch. And if I get really going, like my whole chest will just ache. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it hasn't been, uh, what I would call a fun time. So, um, but and and a lot of people were really worried be, about me because uh, I have a history of asthma, and um, my response was, "I'm not concerned about it because I've literally had times when I could not breathe from asthma attacks or whatever, and." Like it's horrible. It's it's horrible and it's horrifying. And unless it got that bad, which I've already experienced before, um, I, I'm good. Like I've got. And the only time I I experienced those kinds of things before was because I was poor and didn't have access to medical care and didn't have a fucking inhaler. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but uh, I was, I, you know, I I've gotten through it. Uh, it did suck. The, like I said, those first few, ooh, oh, not fun, not fun. And uh, I uh, I wound up having uh, the lovely runs as well. Mm. That was part of my whole experience. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Good old good time that is. That good I'm sorry time to hear that. that. Especially <laughs> when your dog takes you, you have to take your dog outside, and then she yanks you in one direction, <laughs> and then you realize you've got a present in your pants. Mm. <laughs> Those are unfortunate times. Ooh, fucking hell! Fucking duck walk up the goddamn stairs. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't need to laugh at you. <laughs> oh no! Hey, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> Uh, oh, I got I got a text message from Phil Poling asking me if I'm still alive. Yes, Phil. 
live on the air. <laughs> there. Nice talking to you, Phil. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I uh, definitely, um, definitely had that moment. Um, he wants me to send him the link. What a. <laughs> oh, Phil. Can you not? He's a subscriber. For the 40 and slip on YouTube? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's probably had a few too many of those Mai Tais there that he uh, made this uh, past week on YouTube. Yeah, I guess the fuck. Anyway, <laughs> um, Amy Exhale says hi. Hi, Amy. Um, Jack. I. I I'm, I'm never going to remember how to pronounce your last name, Jack. Jack's from Ireland. Uh, Chris and Katie, I've missed you. We've missed you too, Jack. Uh, Scotty Gray, hey guys. And Janelle Sandy Edmonds, missed you. I don't think I've ever seen your, seen your name in there, so good to see you, though. Um... And uh, I was I was talking with Katie before the show. I posted a, a picture to the like page of my stepdaughter, her uh, her prom outfit, and uh, that thing took the fuck off. I don't get that type of action on the memes and shit that I post on the <laughs> like page. She got over six hundred likes on that fucking photo, and that warmed my heart. Uh, so for those of you that uh, participate in the like page, um, thank you. Like from the bottom of my fucking heart, thank you. Um, she looked really... so beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful, and she was dressed absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah, is is amazing, just amazing. And if you're a fan of, the, if you're, if you know, if you like the forty and slip page, or you can just go over and you know, you can just uh, go to facebook.com forward slash the forty and slip. Give that little little bugger a like, and uh, you know. Look for that picture on that page. You will find it. I'm sure. It is there. And, uh, you know, and fucking subscribe to the podcast, too, people. It's everywhere. Everywhere podcasts can be found. Subscribe to that motherfucker. Uh, but, yeah, and Phil made it, by the way, Katie. We have Joy. a Phil. Joy. So, yeah. yeah. Took him a while. Took, I mean, he <laughs> needed a link. He needed me to send him a link. You know, so. uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it's been a fun time. It's been a, it was a fun time dealing with that. I didn't get to see her off to prom. That bummed me out. Um, and, uh, and yes, for the record, like I made sure that it was okay with her that I post that picture on the page too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody to think I exploited her. I was like, yeah, I, I want to post this so I can exploit you. I was like, hey, do you mind if I post this to the like page? I really think it's awesome. And she was like, yeah, no, that, that'd be cool. And then she went through and read all the comments, and she was, like, so happy. I'm like glad that. she had the confidence to say yes to that. That's amazing. She, yeah. She's oh great. Yeah. Love that kid. Um, so, yeah, there was that. And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anything else happening in the world? Mm. There's supposedly like um, mm, no, not supposedly. There is a fucking war. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe that was a brain fog. 
<laughs> there is a war uh, in Ukraine. Uh, yeah, that's going on. And I guess uh, some other countries want to join NATO now. Finland and what, Sweden? They've always been neutral. Yeah, I say, I thought that. Well, no, that's Switzerland. Switzerland? Uh, Switzerland. Yeah, I don't know which ones have wanted to join. I know it's Finland's one of them. That's all I know. Switzerland's the one that always wants to be neutral. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a time. That's all I know. Mm, I, indeed. And I know we've 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 talked about the uh, 1984 state right now, but it is, uh, it just it's scary, in my opinion, the way they are going after this. Uh, going after people that they deem as misinformation or um, having to be careful about what you say. Like, I, I have to be completely careful about what I say whenever I'm talking on this these platforms because yeah. they'll fucking take it. They'll take it right off. And I'm not even, like, monetized or anything, you know. They took my monetization away from me on fucking YouTube. That was why I abandoned it a, a while ago and didn't even do anything on there. You know, the only reason I... I I put anything there now is just because it's easy just to throw it there with the, when I do the live stream to Facebook. So, um, and I'm only doing this so that I can record it basically and throw it up as a fucking podcast. So there it is. Um, and then you guys have a video option too. And I can, I'm thinking about, uh, throwing the video option up for the podcast listeners as well. Cause I have that option on anchor. I just have to check that if I do that, um, that the people who listen on the other platforms like uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and like Stitcher and shit like that can still get the audio version of it. Right. That would, that would be my my concern uh, because I know that Spotify, which is uh, who Anchor, who I go through, is uh, the parent company. They do have video with their podcast, and that's yeah. why they allow it. Um. But I don't know if that will translate. Um, so I'm concerned about that. But I want to start putting out the, the video with the, the podcast so that uh, people can enjoy all the other bullshit that we put up. Because I try to share, like, pictures when we're doing the news stories, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I'm live on video now. Um, I try to do that. It, it was For a while, I had my setup got fucked up, and I had to move to a different room, and things were harder to set up. Uh, but... I think I got it pretty much figured out now so that I can do it every week, which will be nice. Um, but uh, otherwise, I mean, you know, um, going forward, uh, the there was a delay on the artwork. Um, you know, so I know Fred had said that he was going to try to get to stuff. And I, I, I tell Fred, take as long as he fucking wants at this point. Like, dude, you got a lot going on. So, you know whenever I, like I told him when I spoke to him, I appreciate you, uh, at least telling me that you would try to fit me in. Um, so there's that, uh, I don't know when we'll see that, but as soon as I hear something from Fred, I'll fucking shoot it to everybody so that you guys can check it out. Uh, the other one is paid for. Um, I'm just waiting for it. I spoke to, uh, MJ Hiblin, uh, like midway last week. Uh, I actually texted him while he was on vacation because I'm Facebook friends with him. And uh, I, I'd seen all of his posts of everywhere he was. Um, and I was like, dude, it seems like you're enjoying your vacation. Uh, have a great time. I got your message. 
I'll see you when you get back. Um, and, uh, he was like, yeah, he was like, I'll, you know, I'll, I can't remember if he said, I'll jump on that right when I get back or whatever. He, he had mentioned it or something in, in passing while we were going back and forth. But so I should have that, um, sometime, I assume within the week, um, I should have something about that. I'll actually check my, check my mail right now and see if I have anything. Nope. Nothing. So it's very exciting. I'm anxious to yeah, see both. I am very excited to see the new new version of Cryptids playing poker. Um, and I am definitely going to do something with a t-shirt soon for the old one. Uh, the old version. The, the one that sits behind us now. Um, and I will put that... I, I'm not going to like say I'm not sure when I'm going to do it, but I want to do that sometime soon. We'll put that out. Um... <clears throat> And then I should be able to post the new artwork pretty soon for, to the like page. Uh, that's what I'm having the cryptids playing poker done for is for the like page. Um, and Fred is doing the new artwork for the, the show, uh, which will be it's uh, Katie and I uh, both sent him pictures. And, well, Katie sent it to me. I sent it to Fred. But uh, we sent him pictures and uh, I told him how I wanted it laid out. And I don't know. I may have to go over it with him again. But uh you know, hopefully, uh, you know, get everything situated with that. Um, and I'll have new artwork for the show, which will be really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I commissioned both of them out. So, uh, I, I spent some money here, folks, a little bit of, a little bit of nuggets, nuggets get sent out. I'm actually wearing today, mm-hmm. ironically, my old podcast shirt, the OG one. Oh, the, the original one. Yeah. And just so happened to wear it today. Nice. Nice. I should get mine back from my son. I gave it to my son. And he's, I'm like, so you wear the shirt often? He's like, you're not really, uh, you know, a, not many fans in this house of you, Dad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really comfortable. It's honestly <laughs> the most comfortable T-shirt I own. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I liked it when I when I got it. So I may go through that same company. Um, I don't know. Uh, I had good results with them, so... Uh, yeah, but if anybody has any suggestions for other places to go through, yeah, I'm, I'm open to it. So, uh, but you know, I'm not looking to make a make a mint off this. I mean, if people like them, great. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm always afraid like something like that's going to explode, and then I'm going to have to do my taxes differently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm going to have to fucking hire an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> This shit does get complicated. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, uh, you know, it's like, I, I kind of want them to sell, you know, it's like, oh, maybe this thing will fucking take off. And then you're like, oh, shit, it took off. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, I, I don't know. I've never had anything take off, so I wouldn't know. Um, but uh, it, there seems to be a lot of buzz with people around the cryptids playing poker t-shirt idea. And many yeah. people have said to me, if you did that as a shirt, I would buy it. Bronx Johnny said on the show last week, if you did that as a fucking t-shirt, I'd buy it. Yeah. You know, and, you know, so I definitely think I want to do something with that. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, fucking see what happens. Uh, as far as the other artwork, the, the show artwork, I don't know. We'll see. See what happens. I'm, I'm open to ideas going forward. Uh, because I, I like to have fun and fuck around. 
good time. What what we do here. I mean, I, it's this whole show has been an experiment for me for a long time. Uh, just fucking trying shit out. I I I haven't asked Katie. I don't ever have a fucking concrete plan most of the time. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not like hey, uh, you know at uh seven oh five we go into this. Oh no, no no. No, it's just it, it's this. I've always tried to keep things organic, and my brain's like always kind of working. I am trying to work out something. Uh, I haven't sat down and gone through any audio or anything, but I do want to put together some new production work for the show. Um, a, a new opening. I try to keep it short. Um, see if maybe I can get that guy that Missy knows to uh, do the uh, audio, do the voiceover work for me again. Um, but because I always hate doing it myself. <laughs> Because then I'm, like, talking about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just seems even more narcissistic than people already think I am. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. So I got a lot of things uh, that I want to start doing uh, to move things forward. Uh, The show, for the record, people, is doing a lot. It's probably as popular as it's ever been. Um, as far as like numbers, it's, it, we, we get the most downloads now than on per episode than we've ever really gotten weekly. So <clears throat> it's, it's pretty crazy and I, I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying the fact that, uh, people are enjoying the show and, you know, not a lot of haters lately. Miss that's haters. good. <laughs> no, miss them. Oh, they're oh, fun. No. You don't they're want fun, to wish you. for them. You have fun with no, them when I... you have them, but you don't want to wish for them. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm not wishing for them. I'm not like here, genie. That out of my three <laughs> wishes, let me fucking rub this. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing that. Uh, but there hasn't been a lot of haters lately. I'm gonna be oh, honest. That's good. Hmm. Um. But yeah, things are uh, things are going. Um. I'm definitely uh, hoping I get past this freaking COVID quick Um, and uh, move on to bigger and better things. Uh, But why don't we jump right into the news? All right, our first story of the evening from MSN.com. East Tennessee UFO identity, a mystery. Knoxville, Tennessee. East Tennesseans were surprised to see a mystery flying object flying high above Wednesday night. The object appeared to be a circle of lights and caused several viewers to call into WVLT's newsroom asking what it might be. Kate Nelson of Nate, Nate Nelson, sorry of Nate Nelson Photography, managed to capture the object on camera. According to Flight Aware, a company that tracks domestic and international flights, the object was an Alphabet Loon balloon. Alphabet is the parent company of Google. Loon LLC, another company headed by Alphabet, ran the balloons as part of a project aimed at increasing Internet access. Flight Aware lists the object as Project Loon 593, and classifies it as one of the tennis court-sized balloons. 
WVLT News reached out to a representative from Alphabet, Scott Coriel, who said the object was not a loon balloon. Loon was actually wound down in early 2021 and has not flown any balloons since last year, Coriel said. Kathleen Bangs, a representative with Flight Aware and former pilot, later told WVLT News that the object was indeed a balloon, but she was not sure what it was being used for or who owned it. She did mention the balloon's flight path was erratic and said it averaged an elevation of 60,000 feet, much higher than a commercial plane would fly. WVLT News also reached out to the Federal Aviation Administration and asked if they might know what the object was. The FAA has nothing out of the ordinary to report, Representative Elizabeth Isham said. She did not clarify further, but the balloon's N number, a type of flying object serial number, is registered to the company Raven Aerostar. Roan State Professor Ted Strick spoke to WVLT News on, about the balloon. He worked with NASA on their New Horizon mission, which sent a probe past Pluto in 2015. He said it was likely a weather balloon. My guess would be that that's what that is. One was sighted in Chattanooga in January during the day, Strick said. I really can't imagine what else this would be. He did say it was odd that no one has claimed ownership, however. It's strange that we can't figure out who was doing it, and nobody seems to be aware of it, Strick said. He also recommended that people keep their eyes on the sky. Keep looking up there. We may see it again, he said. Congressman and self-appointed UFO enthusiast Tim Burchett also commented on the incident, saying the reason you don't see any UFOs above our nation's capital is because they can't find signs of intelligent life here. Oh, oh, oh look at what he did. <laughs> oh, you go, Tim. It's pretty clever. Oh, oh, look at you. That's a knee slapper. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, and that's the end of that story. Uh, <laughs> our next story of the evening. We don't know that. A team of geoscientists and archaeologists found hundreds of large prehistoric pits while conducting geophysical survey of the land around Stonehenge, a World Heritage Site in southwestern England. Many of the pits predate Stonehenge by thousands of years. Oh, I need a drink. Ah, they're hardly the first holy sites. Oh, look at that. Hole dash Y. Wow. Yeah, they're really going for it. That over at MSN. Uh, three white splotches in Stonehenge's old parking lot mark the places where large wooden posts protruded from the ground during the Mesolithic period, around 10,000 years ago. In 2020, a different team of researchers found 20 pits and about two miles east of Stonehenge, some of which contained bones and pieces of struck flint. Those pits were arranged in a large arc, forming the largest yet found Neolithic site in Britain. The ages of, newly, of the newly discovered pits range from 8,200 BCE to around 1,300 BCE, making some as old as the Mesolithic wooden post holes and others younger than Stonehenge itself, which was constructed around 2,500 BCE. The large time frame in which the holes were dug indicates a long history of excavation among the prehistoric people of modern-day Wiltshire. The team's research describing the pits was published in the Journal of Archaeological Science. By combining new geographical survey techniques with coring and pinpoint excavation, 
The team has revealed some of the earliest evidence of human activity yet unearthed in the Stonehenge landscape, said Nick Snashall, an archaeologist for the Stonehenge and Avebury World Heritage Site and a co-author of the paper in a University of Birmingham release. According to the release, the size and shapes of the pits indicate that they may have been used as hunting traps for the large animals that roamed Mesolithic England. Creatures like red deer, boar, and aurochs, a massive wild cattle species that went extinct about 400 years ago, may have been driven into the pits by human hunters. Large-scale hunting traps pepper the human landscape of the last 10,000 years. If the pits were indeed used for hunting, they are similar to giant pit structures found elsewhere in Europe, like France and Germany. Mesolithic hunters around the world used various traps to catch prey, like the massive massive desert kites, essentially stone corrals in Saudi Arabia, which trapped animals guided into them. The team found 415 pits in a square mile region around Stonehenge. They used an electromagnetic surveyor, which can detect subsurface structures by measuring how electric fields travel through the soil and bounce back to the sensor, to a sensor. Then they sampled 62 of the sites, excavating nine of them, and figured out how old each pit was using radiocarbon dating. From early Holocene hunter-gatherers to later Bronze Age inhabitants of farms and field systems, the archaeology we're detecting is the result of complex and ever-changing occupation of the landscape, said Paul Garwood, an archaeologist at the University of Birmingham and a co-author of the research in the university release. Uh, it's not a shock that such a long-inhabited area of England has more secrets, secrets to divulge, but it's exciting that even at a famous and well-studied site like Stonehenge, there's still more to discover. Yeah, it's always interesting to find something out new about Stonehenge. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I, I don't think we find they, they bring out anything fucking crazy lately, though. Mm-hmm. Or in recent years. No, like, there's but it's still... That, it's more pieces to the puzzle, you know? Yeah. And, and with a lot of this stuff, I think, you know these ancient sites we're never going to get the full picture no we have to make a lot of assumptions yeah i have an insane amount of assumptions um so you know it's like gobekli tepe i love gobekli tepe yeah it's a good one such an interesting site so fascinating what they did there and but you start looking into it and it's just like what the fuck were they doing there? <laughs> and will we ever have a solid fucking answer? Probably not. No. You know, I don't think somebody they're going to find a book that fucking describes it all to a T. Uh, Trouble in Paradise says archaeologists know what was up. Do they? Archaeologists can't fucking agree on shit in a lot of cases. Right. FYI. Um, and, uh, anybody who challenges the norm usually gets fucking shut out. Look at what they did with Robert Shock there for, for literally just trying to say that what he saw was water erosion on the Sphinx. Like, yeah, archaeologists don't agree on shit. So try again Ding. our next story of the evening let's see what do we got what do we got what do we got here katie uh let's do this one this one's oh 
Whoops. Cancel. I almost just friggin' went out of the site. Off the show. Oh, jeez. Don't leave me here all alone, Chris. I know. You'd have been fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would not have been good for you. No. Oh, shit. Uh, from the Washington Post dot com uh i came across this one uh and it just literally cracked me up so it's not 40 at all lost dog crept into a couple's bed overnight she didn't want to leave uh julie thornton johnston johnson could feel the dog sleeping between her and her husband when she got up around 4 a.m earlier this month she figured it was one of their three dogs that often find their way onto the bed at night but after a few hours as the sunrise lit the bedroom in their southeastern tennessee home Julie woke up to her husband's quiet yet stern voice. Julie, whose dog is this? Jimmy Johnson said in the morning of May 1st. Confused and half awake, Julie rolled over to respond to her husband's strange question. That's when she saw the 90-pound bulldog lab mix sprawled out on their king-size bed. (laughs) He and I locked eyes for a second and just were silent. And I was like, that's not our dog, Julie 42 (laughs) said in an interview with the Washington Post. The dog was friendly. Nuzzle, uh, nuzzling up against Jimmy, 34, and lying belly up with her head resting on Julie's pillow. It was clear she was domesticated and had owners who cared for her, Julie said. So she took pictures of the dog lounging alongside her husband and posted them on Facebook around 8.30 a.m. This is the weirdest post I have ever had to make, Julie wrote after describing the surprise they discovered that morning. Is this your dog? <laughs> she tagged her husband and shared the post to community Facebook pages. Two hours later, Chris Hawkins and Felicia Johnson responded, claiming the dog is their own. Her name is Nala, they said, and they lost her the afternoon before while on a walk in their rural neighborhood. Nala had slipped out of her collar and ran off. They searched the woods but had to turn back when it got dark, Julie said. They assumed Nala would find her way home. But Nala appeared to have found herself a new address. When one of her owners arrived to pick her up around 11.30 a.m. on May 1st, the pup refused to leave, Julie said. She was standing on the front porch yelling for Nala, which you could hear from the bedroom, and Nala would not get out of the bed, Julie said. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, and, and they, uh, they don't know how the fuck she got in. Right? That's what I was wondering. Like, how do they have a door open? Do they, they have a doggy they, door? I, they, I guess they have a door that doesn't latch, and they think it may have blown open or something, but they're not, they're not entirely sure how she got in. That is so adorable. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, and this is the... I'll show. I'll I'll share the picture with you guys so, so you can see uh, see uh, what uh, what what this dog looked like. It is fucking. It's, it's like a so mishap. Cute. I want to happen to me. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> yes, I've got some cute neighbor dogs too. I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that is adorable. That's oh, just wow. fucking adorable. How funny! I fucking love dogs. Dogs are the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have two of them. Fucking my joys in life. I did actually almost get, uh, well, I did get bombarded by a Rottweiler today on my walk. It was really scary. Got my oh, heartbeat no. going. I just like turned my back to it. It was like, hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it was all growling and snarling. The owner was like, oh, she just wants you to pet her. And I'm like, um, I don't think mm. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, no, not right now. No. <laughs> That's always fun. Oh no, it wasn't. But no, it's not. I completely agree. Our next story of the evening uh, from the Mirror.co.uk. Uh, excuse me, 
Two hikers claim they have spotted scary Bigfoot creature. Two hikers claim they've spotted scary Bigfoot creature while walking in the woods. Hmm. Shouldn't that say they've spotted a? Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, the hikers claim they caught the Bigfoot beast on camera while on an expedition through the snowy Salt Fork State Park in Ohio in the U.S., but critics have suggested the footage is fake. A pair of hikers have shared their belief they stumbled across a legendary Bigfoot monster while on a walk through a forest. After hearing strange noises out of the woods, the two local men claimed they managed to film a huge hairy creature as it stepped among the trees in a snow, sh snow shower in Ohio in the U.S. Posting their video on YouTube, they were convinced they had found evidence that the Bigfoot, also known as the Sasquatch or Ohio Grassman, really exists. The latest footage of the strange mystical beast captured earlier this year has been slammed as fake by doubters, but the hikers are adamant that this was the real deal. On screen, they explain how they discovered hair and bones, probably from several deer and piles of leaves in the woods. Looks like they're ripped apart pretty good, says one in a whisper, as, the, as a howling noise was heard in the distance. They used a drawing to pinpoint where the sound was coming from and followed the trail. Their snowy footage follows a creature that looks a bit like a very upright ape as it moves through the wood, then zooms in on its back as it lurks behind a nearby tree. Look at it. It's not a person. You can see all the hair. The hair is gray and black, remarks one of the men. After that, they lose sight of their quarry and try searching up at the famous Bigfoot Ridge, but admit defeat. So I guess the ultimate question is, was this the Ohio grass man? Was this Bigfoot? Or was this com something completely different, they ask. The story of Bigfoot has, been, has long been celebrated in the area, and people travel to Salt Fork State Park from all over the world for the chance to try and glimpse at it. Uh, there is a video here. Um, and I, was, I looked at it earlier. It's odd, but I'll show you guys the, the picture uh, if I can here. Let's see if I can get this. The best one, I guess, is this one. Um, it's not that good. And I watched the video earlier. The video... I, Phil, you're in the fucking chat. I don't know if you've come across this one. Um, but there is video on this page of this. Um, and it might be that video that's playing right over there, right next to it. That might be part of it. But the... No, that's another occasion. Where is it? It's up here. This is the one right here. This red circle right here. And this video I, over here, I do believe, is the video of it. Um, okay. I see it now. I see what Yeah, it's... Yeah, I can't really blow it up unless I, I... I'd have to fucking save the picture and everything. But I watched the video and I... You know, I fucking, I don't know how to, how to judge a lot of that shit anyway. And there's very little to go on there. I don't, you know, I don't analyze video. So, yeah, you can see it right there in that video over there. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, hey, I'm always in. There it is right there. It's playing right now. You guys see that? I suppose that is interesting. Yeah, that was the end of it. But anyway, that's the. That was the Bigfoot video of the day. Um, Phil says, it's real, I tell you. Incredible. Uh, Phil, <laughs> fuck you. Because you know what you're going to do? 
you'll do a video <laughs> yeah. on it and completely ruin it for everybody. Yep. You'll uh, be like, that's what I'm waiting yeah. for. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, uh, Trouble in Paradise. Did it say they had three other dogs? Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Uh, next story of the evening. Um, another cute story, I guess, from the Daily Star dot co dot uk couple rescue abandoned puppy and bring it home only to realize it's not a dog uh a kind family who rescued an adorable stray puppy from the street soon realized they had bitten off more than they could chew when it turned out to be a baby coyote <laughs> the unnamed family thought they were doing a good deed by rescuing the distressed puppy before they made the discovery and passed the animal over to their local wildlife center Cape Wildlife Center in Massachusetts said in a post on Facebook that it was an eastern coyote that had been separated from his pack. He was then accidentally taken home by a local family after they mistakenly identified him as a lost puppy, they said. And I will show a picture of this little fucking bundle of joy because he is cute as a fucking button. That is adorable. Oh my god. <laughs> but you know very what? obviously a fucking coyote. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would have been so smitten by it. I would have picked it up off the street whether I thought it was a coyote or not. Oh my god. Yeah, look at that fucking face. Oh, oh those ears. Oh. Yeah, cute oh. as hell. Yeah, oh. he's a cute little bugger. That's so uh, puppy. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot though with people with coyotes and shit. Oh. It's so funny. It's so cute. Uh, let's see what we got here. What do we got? Uh, I think I'm going to leave that one alone. I did grab a, a story from uh, Phantoms and Monsters about a, a Minotaur sighting. Oh, really? I, Where? I, yeah. Where? You know what? I don't know. Uh, let me say. Oh, fuck let's it. We'll say, do it. Like, we're America or... We'll do it. I, I think it's an old story. He posted it um, Thursday, May 12, 2022. This is from uh, phantomsandmonsters.com. That's a... Uh, that, who does that? Is that Lawn? I'm not familiar. I want to say... Uh, yeah, Lon, I want to say it's Lawn Strickler. But anyway... Um, Huge red minotaur encountered by brother and sister near Louisville, Kentucky, or Louisville. Uh, a, a young brother and sister encounter a red minotaur-like creature in the woods around Louisville, Kentucky. Each see the beast differently, possibly being a shape-shifting entity of some type. The following account was forwarded to me. My pop told me of an experience he had with his twin sister when they were kids. My grandmother's house was in a very forested area in the outskirts of Louisville, Kentucky and they would walk through the woods as a shortcut in any given direction. One day, when they were walking home through the woods, they reached the tree line to their backyard. In their backyard, my pop saw what he described as an all-red, seven-foot-tall, half-man-and-half-bull type creature, like a minotaur from Greek mythology. He said that this red creature had the upper body of a man with curved horns on its head, and the lower body had two hairy legs with hooves. He said that this monster was snorting, snarling, and beating its hoof on the ground like it was going to charge at them. That it was obviously evil and wanted to hurt them. It was obviously evil, Katie. Mm. Obviously. Scary. Uh, he told my aunt that they needed to get out of there quickly 
but he was shocked when she said it was cute and that she wanted to pet it. <laughs> My aunt was seeing the same creature, but was seeing something completely different. She said that the creature was calling for her and looked so nice that she wanted to pet it. My pop refused and forced her away. This is the part in every scary movie that you call the person an idiot because you can't be that stupid. My pop was never one to tell me ghost stories, but I always chalked it up to that. A few years after he told me I visited my aunt, a few years after that, he told me I visited my aunt. Okay. Anyway, I always thought about the story and wanted my aunt to bust the story, saying it was fake or the one in a million chance say that it was somehow true. Uh, when I asked her about it, my pop wasn't in the room. She mirrored every single thing that my pop said. She told me everything that my pop said and everything that she saw. She described the creature being all red and cute. It was a really big what the fuck moment for me because I believed them. Also because it sounded terrifying. My pop is a very logical, God-fearing man, and my aunt was a very honest and sweet woman. She was actually murdered in Los Angeles in 2016, so just writing about her makes me kind of emotional due to her being my pop's best friend, and obviously my aunt. My pop thinks they saw two different things because he had just accepted Jesus into his life, and she hadn't yet. Other than that, he has no idea. They never saw it after that. I, I don't know if uh, accepting Jesus into your heart uh, changes your vision. I'm not sure. Not sure. It's interesting. You don't hear too mm. many of those. Ah. And uh, Phil says, uh, was it a monocycle minotaur? Or morocycle? I don't know. What are you trying to say, Phil? You're being... I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. Maybe I should look don't, it up, huh? Don't they make good pets? I assume you're uh, talking about the coyotes. Phil, uh, drag one into your house. I, I hear there's plenty of them up in Washington. You know? Uh, so just drag one of them little jokers into your house, buddy, and uh, see how that goes for you. I'm sure your wife would love it. <laughs> Trouble in Paradise says, uh, hmm, stay in the yard, kids. Get it, it by minotaurs back there. Aunt was acid tripping off it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and Phil says motorcycle damn it oh. I was going to say I looked up motorcycle and I was just more confused <laughs> by his comments so <laughs> I'm glad been... he clarified and Phil he could be drinking it's possible I don't I don't I do not leave alcohol off the table when Phil is involved it's just always there underlying current <laughs> mostly as a current in his veins. <laughs> Anyhow, on to uh, the next or our final story of the evening uh, from Metro.co.uk. Secret doorway built by aliens spotted an image of Mars. Recent pictures from NASA's Curiosity rover show an intriguing feature which looks like a doorway nestled in the rocks on the Martian landscape. It looks so convincing that it can almost tempt you to believe that it leads to a Martian hideaway or a getaway to another universe entirely. While the internet seems to be having a field day with conspiracy theories about the mysterious doorway, some Reddit users aren't buying it. <clears throat> Many party poopers have pointed out that the door is likely just a sheer fracture, the result of some kind of strain on the rock breaking part of it off. It is likely theory given Mars recorded its largest earthquake this month on May 4th, although researchers are still trying to figure out what caused it. 
Um, NASA said the image was taken on May 7th at a geological feature known as Green Hoo, I hope I pronounced that right, pediment, by the mast camera on board Curiosity. A mosaic view of the images placed the doorway in better context than the initial image. UFO news debunker UFO of interest said, watching it in context as part of the whole mosaic, we can see the little niche in a rock with other blocks, fractures, shapes, and other erosive features all over the rock face. Uh, although the door-like rock formation appears big enough to fit people, in reality, it might only be a few centimeters or inches tall. One person wrote on Reddit, so what if it's only a few inches? How do we know that what size our overlords will actually be? It's not the first time people have assumed pictures from the Red Planet to be traces of alien life. Just last month, a Martian crater showing alien footprints was clarified to be an important geographical landmark. And I'll let you guys see this lovely image of this doorway on Mars. Uh, it looks interesting. I'll give it that. It's a, it's a fun one. Yeah. Take from it take from it what you will. And it very well could be fucking three inches tall. Right. That's what's hard about these is there's nothing to compare scale to. Nothing. Yeah. But it does yeah. look convincing to the natural yeah. eye. When you just look at it, you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck is that? That I mean, I expect something to walk out of that. Yeah. John Carter. It looks so purposeful, you know? That just fucking fell on the floor that one that reference yeah i'm sorry <laughs> um i apologize <laughs> uh phil just drive over and get a close look at it yeah fucking love to dude trouble in paradise says how the how in the fuck do they know mars recorded its largest earthquake how the fuck did they get that damn smart well i don't know what the hell yeah, yeah that's happens. a valid point i mean that uh, but that is a that's an interesting fucking picture, and these uh, the, the the but people look for everything in these fucking pictures that come back from the rover. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible what people seem to divine out of these pictures. Phil, it probably is a tiki bar awaiting your arrival. Mm-hmm. So here's my my thought, Phil. I want you to hop on that fucking Elon Musk trip to Mars. Get yourself locked in. And so when you get there, Tiki Bar, all set up for you. Yeah. How can you go wrong? It's a good plan. How can you go wrong? And maybe it will happen like the Martian. You'll be left all alone and growing potatoes out of your own shit. (laughs) And then you have to be rescued. I don't think it'll go as well as the movie, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Is there rum on this trip? No. No. I think it might be able to be arranged. But hey, if you're going to grow potatoes out of your own shit. Oh, there you go. There's vodka. Yeah. (laughs) There's vodka, Phil. We make do, Phil. We make do. As my uncle used to say, any port in a storm. What he meant is whatever woman's available. But, but, (laughs) in your case, 
it means vodka over rum. Uh, so, uh, that is it for the stories for the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about next week. I kind of left it, uh, I, I just figured I'd talk about having COVID and shit this week because that's pretty much all that's been going on with me. Right. Fucking COVID. Uh, it hasn't been fun. Um, and in my experience of having COVID, this is what I will say about it. You know, people seem to say it's it's nothing more than the flu. And I will say that it's very much like the flu. I, I mean, the symptoms are very similar. But the way that it makes your body feel is very odd. And yeah. I wonder, based on that and based on a lot of other things that we know about this virus now, um, how it's going to affect us going forward. Like what it what has it done? What is it doing to us in the in the long term? Um, and I don't think we're going to know for a long time. And I don't think we're going to know what uh, some of the effects of other things were for a long time right. as well, um, which. You know, it sucks. It, it is what it is. Uh, you know, they keep coming out with different, with more things telling us that, you know, the pharmaceutical companies skated on giving out all the information on uh, the problems that they had with the trials, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, it, and I don't, I, I, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. At this point, it's a, it is a, I don't understand why we get to this point yeah where you 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 know you you're not allowed to talk about a lot of these things and it takes literally a fucking sledgehammer to get people to talk about the truth yeah there's no clear truth yeah it, it takes somebody taking a fucking sledgehammer to the media to fucking get any type of truth out nowadays and it, it, somebody pointed out something recently. Uh, I think it was Jimmy Dore. And I, I, I referenced Jimmy Dore a lot. I listened to him. Uh, and he said that if you lie, if you like bold-faced lie, the media and the government doesn't care. But if you tell the truth, oh, oh that gets their attention. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. That gets their attention. You know, and I don't want to say that this type of stuff that we talk about has been, you know, way more truthful than, you know, because because of government misinformation on it, you know, right. and that this proves it. In some cases, yeah, maybe when it comes to the UFO stuff, maybe there's some shit the government hasn't told us. Yeah, I can totally fucking buy into that. But all in all, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I think in some cases it shows that maybe people who believed in some of these conspiracy theories aren't as crazy as people thought. Yeah. Um, and rightly so in a lot of these cases, because some of the some of the conspiracy theories are not crazy. They're not wacko. Right. There's some reasonable, <laughs> reasonable the, ones out there. There, there are maybe. things that were conspiracy theories at one point in time that have been proven to be true. Indeed. Indeed. Many things, you know, and that's why I say to discount people as misinformation 
or peddlers of misinformation or whatever. Listen, I just literally watched a documentary on a woman called Sherry Schreiner. I don't know if anybody knows about this woman. She was from Ohio. She's dead now. Um, but her ministry lives on. Um, and she believed in reptilians and aliens and uh, people taking over the government. And her rhetoric was really disgusting. Um, and according to some other people, people killed themselves and may have killed other people um, because of her. Now, while I empathize with the people that felt that way, and I get it, um, I, I don't necessarily think that somebody telling you to do something or somebody telling you that something is this way, it means they're culpable. But there's a lot of crazy people who say a lot of crazy shit out there. Yeah. And does that mean we should shut them all the fuck down? No. Like, you should be able to, as a human being, pour through this information and decide for yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, if you are a person who doesn't have the capacity to filter through that, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I will say this. Um, there, there is a, uh, there's, uh, um, a newfound respect for ignorance Yeah. in the world and, uh, idiocy. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm searching for a fucking word and I can't fucking find it right now. But there is a newfound, uh, we, we prop up shit. And I think that the, the whole idea that the media has been fucking lying to us and has created a lot of these bubbles, like the QAnon, you know, where things go so fucking far that you're just like, come on, come on. Like, Really? Are we going that far with everything? Like, let's just fucking dial it back a little bit. Uh, there's always an extremist. All the time. Right. Always. Right. So, but you should. they should be able to talk. Do I like Marjorie Taylor Greene? No. She should be able to talk. Do I like Nancy Pelosi? No. She should be able to talk. You know? She can manage. Yeah. I mean. Sorry. I'm sorry. She's, I wasn't she said, productive. She's, she, she says she says she doesn't drink, but you know <laughs> that wasn't a productive comment. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, the, the jury's still out, Katie. I know. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be the out. out. <laughs> uh, Eighty-one million votes. What's that? What's that, Phil? Eighty-one million votes. Hey, could you be any more elusive about what the fuck you're talking about? I mean, yeah, I have no idea. Book. Put two and two together and make 81 million? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, the flu at 25 is not the same as the flu at 45. Remind me to reference an old story about the perception of symptoms pertaining to age. Well, okay. I, I, um, I'm pretty sure uh, the feeling that I had in my body is uh, totally different 
than anything I've ever felt before. And everybody is experiencing that. Yes, I compared the same. We had a wave of it here at the beginning since 2022. And my significant other got it bad and I didn't. But then like three weeks later, we had another wave of it and we both had it. And I will say the way my body felt, and I'm, I've been a person that's been sick a lot. I have a shitty immune system and I felt some weird shit. I mean, I felt like I had the flu. Don't get me wrong. I felt yeah. like I had the flu, but it was the yeah. weirdest fucking flu I've ever had. Yeah. It's, it's, the it's, body aches weren't normal body aches. Yeah. They were notably different. Yeah. It, it was, it was very, very different, but, um, it, it's, I, I, people in this day and age, this time right now that we're living in have this tendency to just attack information, you know, and it, it, I think we need to get away from that. Yeah. We really got to start listening to each other again and stop fucking just sort through though. It's so hard. It is very hard to sort through. Um, I try to be as understanding as I can with people because people have such uh, hardcore beliefs about this, you know, and it's like, I, I don't, sometimes you, 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 you get frustrated dealing with people and sometimes it's a little easier to, you know, talk it out. But um, I just, I don't understand why people have to immediately attack these things. Like, I, this is what I experienced. Almost everybody that I've spoken to has experienced this. So I think it's a thing. And I do think that this is a different thing than the flu. So when people say, ah, it's just the flu. Meh. Let's see what, let's see what we got in 20 years. Yeah. Let's see what we got from people who have gone through having COVID many times. Because we're going to catch this multiple fucking times. People. Yeah, absolutely. In that essence, it is going to be like the flu. Because it's going to become endemic. Yeah. And we're going to deal with it every fucking year. We're going to have a fucking COVID season. So I'm curious to see how it affects our population 20 years from now. Yeah. You know, when those numbers are out, then you all can open your fucking mouths. How about that? But until then, the jury is still fucking out, just like it's out on Nancy Pelosi drinking or not drinking. (laughs) We're doing something. Who knows what (laughs) she's doing, man? There's some possibilities there. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she's pickled. Could be. I don't know. I fucking can't stand the bitch. Oh no, she's unbearable. Unbearable. But but again, there's so many of them I can't stand, and they're on both sides of the aisle. I can't stand Marjorie Taylor Greene. Can't stand that Matt Gates motherfucker. He seems like the slimiest piece of shit that I have ever seen come out of Florida politics. <laughs> like the slimiest piece of shit, in my opinion. Like he oozes cunt. Like he seems like that guy that fucking slips a girl in Mickey and fucks her in the back room. Uh, yeah. That's what he seems like to me. He oozes that. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, Chuck Schumer seems like a bootlicker to me. But that's just me. It's wild times out there right now, man. It's a fu- Our government's a joke. 
Yeah. Our government's a fucking joke, people. And when and until everybody in this country realizes that the two party system has failed us, absolutely fucking failed us. Yeah. And that we are so in dire need of a third party right now. And and here here's the thing. The American people want it. It's just that your system won't give it to you. Right. Because the Democrats and the Republicans control everything. And they do not want a third party getting in. I'll tell you that right now. Ross Perot scared the fuck out of them. Back in the day. Scared the absolute fuck out of them. No party would be... So anarchy, Phil? Is that where we're going? We going to anarchy? Are you, have you been listening to Michael Malice? This is what I want to know. This is what I want. But you're right. Actually, Phil, you're right. No party would be the best way to go. People should run on platforms, not on a party. There should be no party lines. You should just be a person serving your constituents in in your office in Washington. That it's is what hard to get to that, though. Yeah, it would be very hard to get to that. We need to get money out of politics. Yeah. The money of big pharma, the money of the fucking the uh, military industrial complex. It's all got to go. It's got to fucking go. And until we as a people stand up and, and say no, it's not going to change. And the people in power do not want to give up their power. No. Remember that. Now, am I saying that we should storm the Capitol? No. No, not at all. Not even a little. But you should stand up. People need to fucking voice this concern to a great amount. It needs to happen because it's, it's, it's gotten to a point where it's, it's, it's a joke. It's, it is such a fucking joke. When, when I saw that we just, that w w they passed, what, that fucking $54 billion package for the fucking Ukraine... And the only person to stand up and say, hey, maybe we should have some oversight on this was fucking Rand Paul. <sighs> yeah. I, I am not a huge Rand Paul fan. I'm not. I'll be totally honest. Um, but the man made me happy when he did that. Like, you guys are going to spend all this fucking money and you're not going to have any oversight on what happens with it? Yeah, that's not good. You know? And, you know, oh, and, 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 before I, before I let you go this evening, folks, I would like you to know that your president, your sitting president, uh, Jackass McGillicuddy, um, decided to say, take your extra COVID relief money and give it, and uh, put it into put more cops on the street because nothing lowers crime ladies and gentlemen stops crime from happening in the moment than more cops on the street <laughs> um you know by god don't give anything to the american people fuck the american people more cops wow more cops on the streets you know i i wish the democratic party would decide what they are i was going to say that's a really are bizarre you, thing for him to say uh, decide what the fuck you are 
You know, because wow. I will give the I will give the Republican Party this. At least they know what the fuck they are. Because you fucking don't anymore. And that's all I got to say. And that is the rest of the story. Paul Harvey. Good day. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the 40 and Slip, episode 215. Secret doorway to Mars? Probably not. Uh, if you like this shit, uh, hit the little thumbs up button there, as always. Uh, if you don't, hit the little thumbs down button. You guys can't see him anymore, but I can. <laughs> They're always fun. I don't give a fuck. They don't hurt my feelings. Um, subscribe to the fucking podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Download it. You don't have to listen to it. If you're a, a person who listens live, just download it. Give us the fucking hit. Uh, I know I ask for this for the record. I literally ask for this because I want to get an accurate number. I'd like to know how many people actually listen. Uh, but I'm never going to have that accurate number. I just get a close approximation. Um, and as always, uh, go over to facebook.com forward slash the 40 and slip and, uh, and you know, like the like page. Um, give us some love over there. Uh, that's where I post all the memes, all the bullshit. Uh, I do my little rants every so often. Uh, and this show gets posted to there. So, um, uh, as a, oh, leave a comment. Yes. Uh, Trouble in Paradise says leave a comment. Uh, although um, on the podcast downloads, you can't really leave comments. So, uh, I mean, unless you like rate it or whatever. Um, I, and I'm going to be honest, Trouble in Paradise, I don't give a fuck about YouTube. YouTube is a fucking joke, and they fucked my channel. So I literally post so that people can find it, and then I'd, I'd, I'd prefer that they, you know, if they want to watch live, it's here. Um, but they can, um, I, I prefer people listen to the podcast or download the podcast. Um, that's uh, that's where I like to see it. I don't give a shit about YouTube. I don't ultimately give a shit about the views on Facebook. Because they're skewed anyway. Um, whereas a lot of the, the podcast downloads are generally people that actually listen. By and large. So, uh, Until next week when we will talk about things of strange, unusual, 40 in natures, and maybe a topic of some sort. Uh, I would like to maybe get into, at some point, Pazuzu. Yeah. Algorod, which I, I brought up to Katie. Uh, so that's a little teaser of any yeah. any of you that want to look into that one. Uh, I would like to go into that. Maybe we'll do that next week. Maybe yeah. we'll do Pazuzu Algorod next week. Uh, that would be a fun one. That's a uh, gets into a little bit of satanic worship or Satan worshiping uh, and uh, murder and all kinds of good fun. Nobody taking baths. Nobody taking showers. It was just a one big stinky piss filled house. <laughs> oh yeah. It'll be a fun time. We'll talk about that. Uh, so, uh, and trouble in paradise says it's how I found you. Well, good. I'm glad you found me, man. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We'd love to have you and we'd love to see you every week in the chat room. Uh, but until next week, when we talk about Pazuzu, see ya. <laughs>